a former Oklahoma State Cowboy, is now a Super Bowl champion. An Oklahoma State basketball update and the Cowboys offered Vanderbilt offensive lineman Jason Brooks all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, I am your host, Linda Godfrey. I contribute to Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I am an obnoxious Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter. Or find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page that I have to get better at running. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows Every weekday here with Locked On Pokes, former Oklahoma State quarterback Zach Robinson is now a Super Bowl champion. Zach Robinson is the assistant quarterback coach for the Los Angeles Rams that just won the Super Bowl 56. Zach bounced around practice squads for four years in the NFL before a serious elbow injury completely ended his on-the-field career, but like with a lot of athletes, Football was ingrained in Zach Robinson. That's what he knew. It's what he loved. It's what he wanted to do. That's where his passions lie. And playing sports or doing any kind of hobby like that, that you understand how in you it is, you totally get this. He started working for the Quarterback Ranch, a training facility for NFL hopefuls. Zach also worked for Pro Football Focus as an analyst, breaking down film and rating quarterbacks for PFF. He actually got the Rams job after Zach Taylor was hired away from the Rams in 2019 to coach, you guessed it, the Cincinnati Bengals, the team that the LA Rams would eventually face and beat in Super Bowl 56. So that's kind of a fun twist. And actually there are some really fun stories about Zach Robinson and Zach Taylor stories of Zach Taylor calling and giving Zach Robinson advice when he got the job on the Rams and just really being there for each other, which is always fan. There's brotherhood in every facet of sports, in my opinion. And this is just another example of that. This is going to be embarrassing for me to admit. And Zach Robinson, if you're listening, I'm really sorry that I'm sharing this with the world. First of all, in terms of players and years that I remember and like, when I first started really focusing on football and how it was played and and remembering stats and all of these things and committing it all to memory instead of just cheering for my team and then moving on for the day, Zach Robinson began that cycle for me. I always watched and enjoyed football, but I just didn't, I wasn't fully committed to it where it like could ruin my mood. And it's just progressively gotten worse. It's more aggressive than it's ever been, but he was the start of that for me. Like that's the first quarterback that I have legit memories from as an Oklahoma state quarterback. 
Now, I had the chance to meet Zach Robinson in 2011. I was at Legends of Gridiron with my dad. <laughs> Zach was there. Um, I'm going to be really honest with you. I had the biggest crush on this man. I wouldn't go meet him. I My dad was, let's go meet him. No, I absolutely can't. I won't, I won't be moving from this spot for the rest of the evening. But thank you for asking. Way too starstruck, way too pink in the face to get anywhere near him. Really kicking my own ass for that one right now. So let's look at kind of the journey that Zach took to get there and what might be lying in his future. Zach spent his first season with the Rams as the assistant quarterback coach. His second year, head coach Sean McVay proposed that Zach coach the wide receivers as the assistant wide receiver coach, getting to work with guys like Robert Woods and Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup. By the way, this is the same trajectory that now head coach Zach Taylor took for the Rams as well assistant QB, assistant wide receiver. In his third year this year, Zach headed back to assistant quarterback coach. But I have to assume that a promotion is on his way for Robinson. It may not be in this offseason, but I think if he keeps up what he's doing for the team he's doing under a guy like Sean McVay is a really good place for him to be to land a bigger job in the future. Being tied to a young, successful, and now Super Bowl winning coach like Sean McVay, his coaching tree is a huge pro in NFL circles. You hear the term coaching tree a lot during the hiring cycle in the NFL, and being attached to Sean McVay is becoming the new like Bill Belichick coaching tree except a handful of Billy B's understudies that didn't find the success as head coaches. Zach Taylor has already shown success, though I'm still not completely sold on his coaching. I'm still a little skeptical. It was enough for Cincinnati to give him a long-term deal, though, in 2026. Also in McVay's coaching tree, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur and Chargers head coach Brandon Staley, both very young coaches who are... Brandon Staley had a rough year as the first year as the Chargers head coach, but showed a ton of promise. I think it only goes up from here for them. And Matt LaFleur, of course, the Packers have been a winning organization for a while, but he's really reinvigorated the Packers. Another coach attached to Sean McVay's coaching tree, the Rams offensive coordinator this season that helped them grab their Super Bowl just took a head coaching job with the Vikings. So that's Sean McVay has produced now four head coaches. Now we don't know, is Kevin O'Connell going to be super successful? Is Brandon Staley going to be super successful? We don't know that yet, but the fact that Sean McVay has produced several head coaches is pretty insane. Zach Robinson is already getting mentioned as a potential offensive coordinator, I've seen chatter about the Bills OC and the Broncos OC, and I wouldn't be surprised if some LA chatter starts to kind of amp up once the partying dies down from the Super Bowl. But because their offensive coordinator is out the door for the Vikings job, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Zach Robinson whispers about him taking over that position. I will say, if you get online and look, there are a lot of fans that are very, I mean, not Oklahoma State fans, but fans of NFL teams. The couch GM that like tweets their favorite NFL team and tells them who they should go after. There have been some Zach Robinson tweets of that nature, 
So there's really starting to be some steam built behind him possibly getting a promotion. Zach said he really enjoyed he really enjoys working for the Rams, likes where he's at right now. The Super Bowl, I'm sure, was extremely surreal, but Siemens being like, this is fine. I'm good with this. Anyway, very excited for former Cowboy Zach Robinson. Wish I would have met him in 2011 when I had the chance. If you're listening, Zach, buddy, I've moved on. So, like, if you ever want to be friends, I'm ready. Next up, after a big win against West Virginia, the Cowboys fell to number six, Kansas. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right up to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Don't wait. Take advantage of all of the amazing offers. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We've got another Oklahoma State basketball update. I'm just going to preface every basketball update for the Cowboys this season with the fact that showing any urgency and push for wins is a team that has no hope of a postseason because the NCAA is a poorly ran cartel that hates Oklahoma State. (laughs) Their effort this season has been admirable. No matter what the record at the end of the season says, these kids have mentally tackled Like, they've climbed a lot of mountains mentally. Shout out to Fran Fraschilla, who was absolutely railing on the NCAA on Monday for the Oklahoma State sanctions. Ludicrous, he has said, NCAA. You missed on this one. He also talked about the loss of the three scholarships and how all that does is hurt three kids that could have a chance to play college basketball somewhere. Fran's been pretty pro-Oklahoma State throughout this entire ordeal, but it's always nice to like hear somebody in the media really have our back like that. I always like to hear that. Now, Oklahoma State whomped on West Virginia 81-58. to I was on vacation to watch the Super Bowl with some of my fantasy football friends, none of which are Oklahoma State fans, but I made them watch the game with me anyway. I'm pretty persistent like that. I proceeded to tell them about Lindy Waters signing with the Thunder. I talked about watching the Boone brothers grow up before our eyes. It's, it, I see them now and I'm like, those are grown men. And I remember when they were freshmen and I was like, oh, look how cute and small. And of the recent emergence of Tyreek Smith. It has been so fun to watch Smith, a team player that just feels like he's gotten better every single minute he's been on the court. I truly think he just continues to get better. Got a Mike Boynton locker room shout out after the West Virginia game. Mike Boynton after the game said, you do everything you can to help your team. And nobody exemplified that like Tyreek Smith today. The game against West Virginia was Smith's first career start and his presence on the floor, especially paired up with Musa Cisse, made a difference on the court. A lot of what Smith does doesn't show up on a box score, but it's recognizable while you're watching the game. 
Speaking of Musa Cisse, he finished with a double-double, 18 points and 10 rebounds. Avery Anderson also had 18 points. This was another game that was a perfect example of what happens when the Cowboys drive the paint instead of hacking up threes all game. The Cowboys only made three of 13 threes, but they had 24 layups and over 10 dunks. The other huge proponent of the win was we out-rebounded the Mountaineers 48-24, to including 14-8 to on offensive rebounds. Those second-chance points when you get your offensive rebound are so, so big. That is a major proponent to capturing especially a big win like we got against West Virginia. The Cowboys came out on fire in the second half and quickly put the Mountaineers in a 52-32 to hole with a little under 14 minutes left. While a, a game isn't over ever until the final buzzer, my heart rate never peaked again that game, which is nice. You know, that doesn't always happen when you're watching Oklahoma State uh, sports. As an added bonus, my out-of-town friends didn't have to see me act like a total psychopath though they did give me a funny look when I brought up my need to wear a certain shirt or stand through a whole game in my kitchen as long as it helps my team. In the conference games that the Cowboys have won, they have held their opponent to under 60 points, which is something we did not do against Kansas, who came away with the win 76-62. to Mike Boynton, I think, said it best in the postgame presser when he said, we got our asses kicked. Playing in Allen Fieldhouse is tough as is, but facing off against a number six Kansas when you know there's no postseason left to play for, the season is winding down, and it's like the reality of the situation is finally kind of weighing on these guys. You know, we've been thinking about it a lot, but they still have to go out there and put it all, It you they have to comp- compartmentalize and play a basketball game and try to get wins I just have to imagine that the end of the season and the season kind of winding down, it's finally setting in for them a little bit. All five of KU's starters grabbed double-digit points on Monday against the Cowboys. For Oklahoma State, Avery Anderson led with 15, followed by Bryce Thompson with 11. The Pokes once again struggled with free throws, shooting 64%, a percentage that got a bump in garbage time when the Cowboys went 5 of 6. Musa Cisse continues to build on his stats. He was two points short of back-to-back double-doubles with eight points and 11 rebounds. There's been a bit of growth for Cisse's game over the last several matchups, in my opinion. It's great seeing him kind of chase that potential that we know he brings to the court. It was a tough loss, especially coming off the high of a really good win at West Virginia, a really good team win and, and playing as well as they did against West Virginia. This was a tough loss and a tough place to play in. Mike Boynton spoke to how full the Allen Fieldhouse is, regardless of opponent. He acknowledges that to fill Gallagher-Iba Arena, he needs to put a product on the court that people want to come watch, regardless of opponent. I think that's one of my favorite things. I say this about every Mike Boynton thing, but how much responsibility he takes and I think a lot of coaches would dance around questions. Hell, some throw their players under the bus. So it's been really refreshing from a from a standard sports fan point of view, watching a coach be that kind of leader. But from an Oklahoma State standpoint, God, I'm glad he's ours. I'm so glad he's nowhere else, and I'm so glad we wrapped him up. 
And my dad, he texted me the other day, you know, are you still a big Mike Boynton believer? I said, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. So really tough loss for the Cowboys on Monday, but they've got all week to get back in the right mindset. The Cowboys host the Wildcats on Saturday at Gallagher-Iba Arena at 1 p.m., be there or be square. Coming up, the Cowboys offered Vanderbilt offensive lineman Jason Brooks. It's the new year, which means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like some weird chemical spill, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It might be even better, and they're coated 100% in chocolate. Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. And there's so many flavors to choose from, too. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited-time flavors, so check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Oklahoma State has offered Vanderbilt transfer Jason Brooks. Brooks has three years of eligibility left, but he has two years with some experience, which is fantastic to have that much eligibility left, but still have some in-game experience. He was a rotating lineman last season for Vanderbilt. Had he stayed at Vanderbilt, it was very likely he was looking at a 2022 starting job. So him entering the transfer portal Makes me, uh, you know, lift my eyebrow just a smidgen because Brooks originally committed to Vanderbilt to play under the head coach, Derek Mason. Now Mason is the defensive coordinator at Oklahoma State. The Cowboys need offensive line help after Josh Sills and Danny Godleski exhausted eligibility. The Cowboys also lost four offensive linemen to the transfer portal so far this offseason. Like I said, adding someone with experience and eligibility would be a huge get for Oklahoma State, an offense that will have an experienced quarterback next season but are pretty useful at the skill positions. You know, we've got young wide receivers, and sure, our wide receivers are going to have had a little bit of playing time, but for the most part, we got a pretty young skill group. Running backs are all pretty young. Wide receivers, all pretty young. Tight end, cowboy back, all fairly young, so... Having some experience and some leadership on the offensive line, it would be, I think, very beneficial to Oklahoma State. Hopefully, the Derek Mason connection is enough for Jason Books to make the uh, commitment to come to Oklahoma State. I just think it would be a very, very big get for the Cowboys right now based solely off their lack of depth at the offensive line. Brooks has also received an offer from Houston and is sure to see a few offers, a few more offers his way. But I'm I'm pulling for the Derek Mason storyline, as well as the fact that Brooks likely works into a starting role in 2020 for the Cowboys. You know, I don't think he'd leave Vanderbilt uh, where he was looking at a starting position. 
and go somewhere where he's not going to get to start. So I think in order for him to come to Oklahoma State, it needs to look like he at least is going to be in, in competition to get starting reps. And right now, I'm not sure what the offensive line is going to look like in 2022. So that might be really enticing to him. That's what I'm hopeful for. That is, that's what I'm pulling for. The Cowboys offered two other Vanderbilt transfers. We will get to that in the next episode. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked On Pokes Facebook page that I promise I will get better at running. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!